With the election season just around the corner, everybody's kind of on edge a little bit. That's why we've created this 2020 survival guide to help everybody get through this crazy political season and, you know, find the joy in the funny stories, the funny conversations that we have with friends and family and how to hide in the crowd when voting. We hope you join us. This is the Church Misfit Podcast. It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. With election season in full swing and our nation's mental health being on the brink of chaos, destruction, the point of no return. It is our responsibility with the Church Misfit Podcast to bring you a survival guide. How are we, as Christians, as a nation, going to get through this next month or so? That's a lot of responsibility. (laughs) It is. It is. I'm actually just here to get tips. Oh, okay. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do just that. We're going to bring tips. And in fact, I've got a friend on the podcast with us, this little bell. Anytime huh. any of us shares a tip or in the context of talking, having a conversation, we feel like that was good. <laughs> tip. That was a tip. That's the tip bell. Okay. That bell's not getting touched. Okay. <laughs> now, if on the other, this is the other reason we can use the bell. If, if this starts to go off track and we feel like we might say something hmm. that would offend our Christian, Democrat, or Republican brethren, then I also want us to ring the bell. Oh, that bell's definitely getting tired. Okay. <laughs> so for tips, for offenses, that's what the bell is there for. It's good. Tips and okay? tricks. Now, let's dive in. We've got... What do we do when we hit the bell? So are we going to... Does that You're mean... just calling out something that was offensive to you or could be offensive to somebody out there. And so... We or if just... they said something good. Do we yeah. retract... Do we no, back no, down? No, we don't retract. We, we, we just... <laughs> we apologize to, for nothing here. Our whole, the, listen, the focus of this episode is to, is to take care of people's mental health. That's what we're... This episode is not about politics. It's about... Yelling? Yes, thank yeah. you. Offensive. Offensive. Yes. Offensive. Okay, yeah. This, very this episode is not about politics. It's about protecting people's mental health around the election. Mm. Okay? And so, therefore, with that in mind, we have some tips on how you can do just that. So I will kick us off with my first tip, okay? Tip number one. If you are planning to vote Mm -hmm. Republican in this election and actually go to the polls, my tip for you to avoid bullying, shaming, and anything like that is to dress up as a Democrat. What? What do you think? Please describe how how I... What is a Democrat wear? Well, first of all, you would wear blue. Oh. Okay. Yeah? Okay, you'd probably maybe look like a hipster. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> uh, like you would, um, I don't know. You're definitely wearing blue. You probably have an Obama T-shirt on because I don't think nobody who's going to yeah. wear a Biden shirt. Gone but not forgotten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're definitely not going to wear a Clinton shirt. So you might be wearing an Obama shirt, right? What if okay. you just confuse people when you wear a MAGA hat but a uh... Biden shirt. 
a MAGA hat oh, and a Biden unity. shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to get jumped. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, any other? How else would we? F- I don't like that do you tip. Sp- you don't like yeah. that tip? No. no. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm not worrying about what I wear when I go. No. Vote. Joe, no, what, I, what about I'm not just what making sure what I about... make it to the polls. I'm not. Oh. Well, there, I, I just outside of what they wear, is there any other tells? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yes, there yeah, is. Yeah, I'm ready for yes. it. I'm ready for the the yeah. thing. Yeah, they. Um, yes, they they got a, a battery powered car. They <laughs> <laughs> They care Probably. about the environment. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a tip. And it is, it is not right. say made yeah. in the USA it's on the a, got on the bumper some sticker. Sort of hybrid <laughs> vehicle. You know, they got out of I a hybrid you. vehicle and they're wearing blue. Coexist. You're a Democrat. Yeah. So if Probably you're a Republican, your sister's pants. Yeah. If you're a Republican, borrow someone's hybrid vehicle. Look, there's a bunch of white old guys that come through my Tesla service center right now, and uh, I don't know if they're all. I don't know if they're all liberals. I think you're right, Tyler. Okay. Very generalized here. Also, I'm going to get fired for saying that. Thank you. Joe. Okay. All right. Um, so Elon for president. Okay. So I, I got another one. All right. Um, here's what I want you to do. Protect your mental health. Okay. I, I want you to... There's You're on Facebook, right? There's basically three... Step, re- step one, get off. No, yeah. no, no, wait. There's, there's three... Here, this is simple. You got to... One... The tip here is find your tribe, right? Mm-hmm. And so... When you're when you're looking at people's reactions on Facebook, especially to anything political, they fall into generally three buckets. There's relief, apathy, and sorrow. And so you got to ask yourself, like, if Biden gets elected, what do you feel? Relief, apathy, or sorrow? If Trump gets elected, relief, apathy, or sorrow? Right? And then you go align yourself with people who are expressing those same emotions. I think that's healthy. So just mute everyone who doesn't believe what you believe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Joe is like, fine. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Fine. I thought that was the offensive ding or the <laughs> tiff ding, but either way. Yeah. Either way. Just yeah. find your echo chamber. They'll make you feel good about yourself and affirm your beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I got All another right. one. I got another wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. Just go on vacation November 4th, 5th, <laughs> 6th for the next four years. You you could do that too. I mean, people tried to do that in 2016, didn't work out. So they end up buying bigger houses. Hmm. And that's why we have a housing shortage. Um, okay, so here's a here's the thing. Uh, let's let's look at it this way. Okay, we know Thanksgiving is going to be tense, right? Who oh. wants to who wants to handle political discussions around Thanksgiving this year? That's going to suck. That's right. I got a fun game. Okay, this one is is what I. Uh, oh, this is good. Um, you, you seen the movie uh, Inside Out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good movie. Okay, okay. I'm with you. Okay. We're going to play. I'm going to encourage everyone to play Inside Out Bingo this Thanksgiving. Here's how you play. Here are the rules. Okay. You're, it's you and at least one other person. You're going to go around uh, the room and you're going to ask each family member what they thought about the election. Okay. Mm. I've right. got anxiety. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Bad no, idea. No, no, no. Sorrow. How many okay. glasses of wine have I had by this okay. point? Do, do okay. I hear depression? <laughs> You're gonna be in and out real quick. Yeah. So yeah. So that's the thing. Sorry. Okay. So yeah. Exactly. So here's how you win. You got to be fast though. It's like, mm. hey, Uncle Ted, what'd you think about the election? You're gonna gauge his first few reactions. You're looking for this: joy, sadness, anger, disgust, or fear. Those are the five emotions in the movie Inside Out. And you should be able to pick up on it in the first five seconds. And you say, oh, I want to hear this. I'll be right back, Uncle Ted. Then you go to Aunt, Aunt Lucy. Aunt Lucy, what do you think about the election this year? Okay? And then your joy, sadness, anger, disgust, or fear. So the first person to find all five emotions, bingo! 
That's good. Inside out bingo. Now, does it all have okay. to be at the same time? Like all at once or no, just at any point? You're going to run around the room. Okay, real very quick. Good. Yeah, one other person, you just got to go quick. I Which suggest with joy first. And then <laughs> And then yeah. work your way towards the uh, Well, you the don't sadness. know what you're going to find, right? Do you so really think it's going to work towards joy? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I mean, somebody's going to be like, oh, my gosh, it was the most. Okay. Uh, so-and-so did such a great job on the debates. And like, that's gonna good. Be joy. Okay. You're going to see it. Right? Uh, no matter who answer. wins, I'm going to the bathroom, I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm like, Zach, what do you think about the election? <laughs> Boom. Done. All five. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, this game will uh, not be yeah. being played at our Thanksgiving this yeah. year. Joe's going to ask you. I'll be there. <laughs> just going to drop by to say hello. I'm going to start early with both the wine and the turkey, and I'm just going to be passed out on the couch watching football at 10 a.m. Yeah. You got a big zero. No one's paying attention to your tips. But I'm glad they're All working right. for you. Give us Very your creative. best tip. Uh, uh, these are good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Don't lie. All right. All right. So let's, Mona, here's what I re- admire about this election mm-hmm. in particular. You're, you're actually doing a good job of trying to understand both sides, mm-hmm. right? You're watching Republican stuff, you're watching Democratic stuff, and you're trying to maintain your sanity in the process. Mm-hmm. How are you doing that? What are your tips to maintain your mental health as you try to listen to both parties? and find reason and logic somewhere in there. Um, I'm looking at people that are actually talking and just kind of going, they're all crazy, first of all. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. That's not how I process. I decided like at the beginning of this thing that I was going to make sure um, that I did a few things before I voted, and that was I was going to watch, I was going to commit to watching the Democratic convention and the Republican convention and the debates, and only after that would I vote. So I was making myself have a qualification period to voting. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are voting that aren't doing those things that aren't doing their research. And they're just going based on what they're hearing from people. Anyway, when I started doing when I started watching Republican National Convention, Democratic National Convention, um, that ended up me having uh, exposing me to wanting to learn a little bit about um, people who have walked away from the Democratic Party and people who've walked away from the Republican Party. So I've been um, there's hashtag walk away that is the democratic party's leaving. And then I follow, um, uh, Twitter for the same on the Republican side. It's interesting to me to read the testimonies of people who've con- been voting their certain way for all of their life or whose families voted a certain way or who are part of the LGBTQ community or who are of minority, um, groups and who are choosing something else um, and hearing just what they're saying as why they have turned either way Um, or people who've been longstanding Republicans that are older and and, or people that are business people that have been Republicans and are moving to Democrats. Um, So anyway, that's just been super interesting to me. I like hearing their testimony and you can't take away from somebody's story like that's their story. This is what has happened to them. This is why something has become important to them. Um, so that's been helpful. It's just been insightful and it allows me to hear when other people are posting something that maybe I agree or disagree with. Um, I just kind of take it. I just kind of go, you know what they are. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt of the doubt basically. And I'm going, they are saying the thing that best captures where they're at right now. That doesn't mean that's where they're always going to be. I've listened to tons of stories of people now who, have changed in 
what they've thought. And so we're all just trying to make the best decision we can with the information that we've been given, with the perspectives that we've been given, with where we're at currently. And so that's been just kind of helpful in allowing me to understand where people are coming from. Um, I practice something on Facebook where every time I go on there, I have a, is I want to have my muscle of biting my tongue get stronger. And so every time I go on there, I just see it as a, this is my workout today. My workout, because I'm not doing much of anything else during quarantine, <laughs> uh, is just to make my biting my tongue muscle stronger. And so <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I see something that's really hard and when I start posting something and then delete, 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 I think, all right, I just had another win. You know, I just made that a little bit stronger and that's been helpful for me. Every time you do that, do hashtag Biden my tongue. Oh, <laughs> that was good. Thanks for bringing good. it back, Mona. That good. <laughs> that's good. Good. So anyway, yeah, it's, it is definitely a tense time. Um, when I do say things, if I ever do say something on Facebook, I really do try to make it to where I'm not concretely saying one party or the other. I think there's a lot of, I think we've got to show more understanding, whichever way you believe. I mean, we just, mm-hmm. people, I don't understand how anybody is making blanket statements right now and really holding true, like really thinking that they've got all the information. Like really, if you really believe you believe something and you have there hasn't been anything that's tainted it or you don't have any wrong information and in how you came to that conclusion, I just don't trust you because I just think you're naive. Like there is just so much out there that is tainting our perspective right now. And I feel like for you to lose relationships because you're willing to die on that line, die with that thought, I, I just think it's I think it's foolish. Um, and I think that it's a, a bad thing to lose friends over. And so anyway, that's, yeah. 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 I think the uncertainty either calls us to like causes us to double down or mm-hmm. to move to a position of humility, mm-hmm. realizing I don't yeah, have all the totally. facts mm-hmm. and things aren't black and white. Mm-hmm. This just really isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And we all need each other. Yeah. That's good. So when you watched the uh, the DNC, what did you feel? Um, I Fear? Think... Joy? <laughs> Disgust? Sorrow? <laughs> Disgust? Good. Good job. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So they, they've got a uh, like a bell curve of corresponding uh, confidence and ignorance or actual knowledge that you have. So where when you start on the bell curve, it's like, I, I know that I ha- know nothing at all about this, like complete ignorance, and you, you realize that, and you, and you have very, very little confidence. Then you get into the next range where you know a little bit of information. This is everyone on Facebook, and it shows like the confidence level reaches like all-time highs. You're top of the bell curve because you have a little bit of information. Mm. Then as you go a little further and you start to become an expert, like truly actually know what you're talking about, the confidence goes way down as you realize more and more you wave deeper into the ocean. I don't know near as much as I think I do. Mm. And uh, all the Facebook conversations reside in that I have a little bit of information, Mm -hmm. and I believe I have all of information. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. that's, I think... Kind of what y'all are already hitting on is that leading with humility into those conversations um, and not trying to just assert things because then you just start immediate wars, burning bridges, mm-hmm. but lead in with questions, mm-hmm. partly because that challenges the other person to kind of flesh out what they, you know, as they're, they're shouting something and you're asking honest questions not to offend, but kind of lowering defenses. Some of them are going to start going in towards that, the end of the barrel curve where they realize, you know, maybe I Maybe I don't actually know what I'm talking about. Maybe I should go research this or I don't have anything to back it up because this guy's actually asking me 
I don't really have a whole lot to give. It was it was a one-liner mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there might be times where they know what they're talking about and they actually teach you something that, you know, maybe you have to go look up yourself. But mm-hmm. that's actually how knowledge is passed on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the ways I'm reframing this in my mind in a healthy way is, is I have to look at it through the lens of, okay, yeah, it feels like I am casting a vote for a person, but I'm really not, right? Because that person, no matter who is president, they... They have, they do have some power, but their power is limited based on how everything else works, um, the checks and balances that our, our system is set up with. So what I'm really voting for is a philosophy, a philosophy on the way I think our nation should be governed, regardless of who nominated the person to be the face of that philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have discussed and have had for the past. Oh, gosh, forever. Since I can remember, I can't remember ever being excited about voting for a candidate, right? I, I, I get sorrow with every passing election, and now I'm here in my mid-40s thinking, is this the best we can do in this country? But then I have to go back and reset it, like, okay, ultimately, I really am voting for a philosophy. So which philosophy lines up with way I think this country should be run? That's... That's- that is definitely fair, but I mean, in the end, you are voting for a person, and what what I, what I mean by that is, you're voting for can I trust this person to live out that philosophy they're they're talking about in the election? Because they're they're going to say a lot of things, but are they going to follow through or not? So you're but, gonna, you're, you're voting for someone's yeah, character as well. Well, yeah, but when we're voting, we're voting for a lot of things, sure. right? It's not just the president, we're Senate, House of Representatives, That's local true. folks, like all of that works together. That's fair. Like in in, in a very imperfectly trying to be balanced way Mm -hmm. you know and so that's what i'm looking at i'm looking at i'm looking at that aspect of it and and you know and and so i try to keep an open mind in that um rather than hitting a straight ticket one way or the other you know i I try to keep in mind my my core value is i despise career politicians and so i would almost vote for the for for the younger person Right mm-hmm. than I would the older person. Is there a younger person? <laughs> well, not yeah. not not at, the pre- not at the presidential level so much as when you get well, into not the, in this election for sure. Yeah, and, and you get you to know, other Teddy elections. Roosevelt was forty two so. when he was he took office. Forty two. Wow, that's a great age. That's my that's, age. That is that's all your best willing. age. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Zach, you're about as unpolitical as they come. So how are you surviving? this election what are your tips okay here's the deal i i used to be like very apathetic and unpolitical and then i started like tipping tiptoeing out and like dipping my toes in it and now i think i'm going back i'm just (laughs) gonna bunker down and hide out and uh and be political and private Mm -hmm. uh i'm really wrestling with like like i do have influence like i want to be good stewards of this guy i don't it's all overwhelmed it's super overwhelmed Mm -hmm. even you ask me that i'm super overwhelmed I don't know what I'm going to do. What do I do? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to tell me what to do. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm well, here. Huh? Um, well, was it your idea or someone else's idea that we should have a reset button? You, you oh. don't have to, one, one or the other, no, just hit reset. 100%. Shouldn't yeah. that be an option just in the press election? Whoops. The options and whoops. then, yeah. You yeah. A little a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mulligan. And if yeah. enough people select it, yeah, then we just start all over. Yeah. Um, I like that. Because, like, I grew up in the era of Nintendo, and when I didn't like how I started off the game, you know, you restarted like Galaga. Yeah. Like if you don't get that first fighter captured and can, so you can end up with two gunners, 
then you just like reset and like you get never mind. But you hit the you hit the Nintendo reset so you can get a new yeah, game. Yeah. So when it resets, well, you put it in G-codes. that's a good tip. I like that. But it, okay. like Nintendo though, do you just reset to the same level you were just on? Is it like because is Trump just gonna hover the whoops button and be like, whoops, four more years, whoops, four more years? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Here, here's what I wrote down. Okay, this is my good stuff. I'm looking okay. to the helpers. I found some hope, some like silver lining, things like brand new Congress and these other groups. Uh, what was it? It was called. I don't. It was these dinner tables, and they would just invite people, and they had ground rules, and people would just talk, and they were from all different political backgrounds, but the whole goal was like unity and conversation. Uh, just different people like that. Stay grounded, unplug, learn to laugh. You've got to laugh. We're laughing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday, I laughed at the ads because they look like they're setting up the NBA finals. And That's you know good. these two geriatrics are going to come <laughs> out there. And late night is going to be set for the next month. You know, someone uh, said to me recently, if you're not laughing, you're crying. So let's laugh. <laughs> laugh till you cry, right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, humanize people that uh, I, I realized this a long time ago. Um, somebody was protesting something that I was doing. And I was out there like standing for justice and doing it out of sheer compassion and empathy. And I realized they were doing the same thing. They were protesting, but like their heart was for justice also. They genuinely cared about people. And so whatever side you're on, just humanizing the other person mm-hmm. and, uh, and then figuring out how, how would I want to be treated? Like, how do I start a conversation with you? Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. I Hang on. I need a couple of bells here. Mm, there we go. Good. There we go. And then just create space. Create space for conversation with people you trust. Mm-hmm. I like church misfits. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. On the humanizing one, um, I, our pastor a while back said that when we don't agree with people or they've done something to hurt us, we tend to make them a very one-dimensional person. Mm-hmm. We flatten them. They are the we devil. Say they just, that person just X, Y, Z, you know, and we limit the scope of who they are. And mm-hmm. so I constantly trying to ask myself, like, is that person still 3d to me? You know, like, do I still see them with dimensions and with experiences that have shaped certain things and with parts of themselves that I would really agree with, you know, um, not even just morality things, but man, we might really like the same wine or the same beer or the same cocktail or sure. the same, you know, like there is more to them than the, sentence that I go to which is that person just you know yeah. mm-hmm. so anyway constantly trying to think through like just making sure that I'm trying to figure it yeah. out like everyone else mm-hmm. yeah starting there they have value mm-hmm. and I want to uncover the value um last thing I'm reading the awkward list by Tyler Schutze Ooh. uh listening to REM it's the end of the world as we know it and it I want to live it to the fullest yeah, yeah it is. so uh that's good yeah until the end of 2020 to live your purpose we don't know after that <laughs> That's good. No, I think the biggest takeaway as we wrap this up is it, really, I, and I love the point, it really does come back to um, humanizing others, remembering, uh, as, as Tyler, your book helps us focus on mm-hmm. big picture purpose. Like, why are we here, right? And, and the, the hardest thing, I think, for a Christian to do in a very contentious election is to represent Christ with their words, with their patience, the way they listen, like, you know, do your best, especially if you're an extroverted Christian, to, you know, listen first, like, then gently speak, in Mona's case, the biting the tongue part, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's brilliant. I think it's a little bit easier for introverts who tend to think before they speak a lot of times, but in any case, our words as Christians can be damaging, right? They can, they can tear people down, they can build people up, so how are we going to use a contentious topic to love people 
like Jesus would love them. And if you can't do that, then get the hell off Facebook. Get the hell off social media. Like, don't say anything. Like, it, it, it really, you're, you're not, ultimately you're hurting the biggest cause, which isn't that's the right. election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's somebody's salvation, mm-hmm. right? Because that's, that's what people are going to remember. Mm-hmm. How did Christians handle this election? Those Jesus-loving Democrats, those Jesus-loving Republicans, yeah. how were they out there? Because I saw them, and I saw the way they beat down everybody else or the nasty words they said oh, yeah. or the posts they had. I want nothing to do with Jesus. You want that hanging over you for the rest of your life? Because that's what a lot of Christians are doing out there, and that's the most disgusting part to me. Yeah, that's real. I think politics has a way of becoming identity and idols really, really quickly. I don't think either party, we, we know that neither party <laughs> has it figured out, but we act like they do. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, just keeping that perspective. Like, my goal is really to reach people. I'm a citizen of another kingdom. Mm-hmm. There's a bigger purpose here. Mm-hmm. And so I want to start conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, turn off whatever your news source is and watch more Hamilton. And uh, talk less and smile more. Hamilton. Oh, my God. I, I thought you were going to say pitch perfect or... <laughs> Offensive. <laughs> you know, Moneyball, Warrior or something. It, the it, times, whatever Joe. inspires you okay, yeah. thank you. to go it's out fair. and do the dang thing. Thank you. Um, do that. There it is. Uh, if I was going to give out three books on this topic, yes, do that. number one would probably be the Bible. No, mm-hmm. um, there's a book by Eugene Cho called Thou Shall Not Be a Jerk, and it's about being a Christian engaging in politics. It's good. Uh, but number two would be the Purpose Project. Number three would be the Awkward List. Check them out. That ding. <laughs> you know, that's the th- second time you've said that. I, you and I wrote a book together. And it's not called The Purpose Project. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. Go check out this book that isn't even ours or doesn't even exist out there, ladies and gentlemen. Well, somewhere out there in the interwebs is a Purpose Project workbook. Yeah, I think we pulled it a long time ago. But here's what you can do. <laughs> you can get on eBay now. <laughs> Half price books. No, all in all, we like to have fun with these topics. We hope they're. Uh, we hope you enjoy listening. Our purpose in this is really to encourage the person God made you to be. So if you're... If you're listening, watching out there, and you're struggling with your own sense of identity, purpose, belonging, like, God, why am I here? Why does it matter? Then we we do encourage you to go to uh, PurposePro.org, the new site we just launched, where we have workshops. Um, We can do them digitally, in person, if you're in the Austin area, but we do them digitally with people all across the nation, and we would love to to start you down a journey to answer those questions. So uh, PurposePro.org. America's uh, wrestling with her identity. Have you wrestled with yours? There it is. <laughs> oh my, that's golden. That is there good. Right? That is golden. Give him a ding. <laughs> Woo! There we are. Until next time. Orders up. Thank you guys. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.